Welcome to the Lake World Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. So, I was really going to wait to give y'all this podcast. Like, I was just going to wait and probably do a whole recap of this game versus the Clippers and then the game versus the Utah Jazz and then just give y'all, you know, two for one. But I can't. I can't, man. I, after watching this damn Clipper game, I'm just like, <sighs> come on. And I know it was one out of 82 games, but I'm very irritated. I feel a little better now, but I was very irritated and aggravated last night. Um, So I'm bringing this podcast to y'all today um, because I'm irritated and aggravated. And I got to talk to Laker Nation, and I know some of Laker Nation feel the same. And maybe some of y'all have cooled down by now. Um, I've cooled down by now. I understand this game won 82. I mean... You know, it sucks. So, whatever. Um, This game just, it irritated me. It irritated me a lot because if it was other any other team and they're a good team and we just lost to them, then we just lose to them. You know, damn, we're still gelling. We're still, you know, this and we're still that or whatever the case may be. But it's the Clippers. You know, they got one up on us. It's all good. Uh, I believe it's one of four against them. So, I mean, we'll see y'all next time. Ain't, ain't no biggie. It's all good. We'll, we'll get right. So, um, let me jump right into my thoughts on the game. This game had a lot of things that I dislike. Um, not many positives, in my opinion. And I've been listening to people's reaction and ESPN um, all day. See, not all day, but most of the day while I was at work, I just pop in a podcast or pop in, you know, some YouTube feedback and reading on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And I feel like everybody pretty much feel the same. Everybody pretty much seen the pain points. And I feel like the Lakers, when they do their film session today, when they, well, not when they do, when they did their film session today, I'm sure those they seen those flaws also. I think one of my biggest, biggest, Biggest irritations was that we did not take advantage of our size. We're bigger than the Clippers, obviously, but yet we didn't even rebound like that. And I know that would be due to our bigs and stuff like that, but we just, I feel like we came out swinging. We played tough. We played big. And then as time went by, we started to shrink a little bit and get punked. And there's no reason why Patrick Beverly should have had 10 rebounds. And then, one offensive rebound off of it, a missed free throw or whatever it was, to seal the game pretty much for us. Like, that cannot happen. Like, boxing out is simple. Like, it's simple. Like, that's not something you should have to be taught. Like, you, boxing out is simple, man. Like, box your man out. What, what's so hard about that? So, that's what irritated me. In the beginning, like, the first quarter, we was on fire. Throw the ball at AD. AD made the correct reads. Kicked it out to a shooter. We had the game plan. We was rolling. But I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, they brought Lou Will in and Kawhi started to heat up. But I just really feel like they could have – they just – the in-game adjustments just weren't – wasn't there. Um, I feel like when Lou Will was heating up, I think – I'm a firm believer that we should be tiring him out. You shouldn't – he shouldn't have all that energy – to shoot the ball and do all that he was doing. And why he shouldn't have the energy for that is because we should be picking on him. How come we didn't put him in the pick and roll? 
Put that boy in a pick and roll. Make him defend. Wear his ass out so when it's time to shoot a damn three, he ain't too damn tired to shoot a three. Pick on him like they pick on Curry. Like, I don't understand. Like, why didn't we do that? Why why we didn't put him in a pick and roll? Kawhi going to be Kawhi, you know, but I feel like Lou Will, he's a great, great player off the bench, and we know that, but he's he could be stopped. He could be stopped, man. So no knock to him, no knock to Lou Will at all because – I loved him on the Lakers. He was, you know, good for us on the Lakers or whatever. And we all know he's one of the best six men off the bench. Like, I'm not even going to hold him to that. Like, I understand. I know he's he's good. But I feel like he could be stopped. I feel like we could at least try to shut him down to where, all right, um, Kawhi, you're going to have to beat us by yourself. Or, or shut Kawhi down to where, you know, you're not going to get the ball. Yo, man, yo, um, your team gonna have to beat us. You know, as that's easier said than done. You know, I'm just talking my shit, but I'm just, you know, just got shit going through my head trying to figure out what other ways we may have been able to kind of contain this game. Um, but I just think that we we should have just picked on Lou Will a little more instead of letting him off the hook with playing defense. I don't know how good of a defender he is. To be honest, I don't remember. I don't really remember, remember watching him play defense, but I'm pretty sure with him being as small as he is, post his ass up. We posted up a lot. We posted up a lot. Man, get that switch, put his ass in the pick and roll, post up. If, if they throw help, kick it out to your open shooter, bang. Like, that's it. Uh, we didn't do that, pretty much. A lot of the passes from Braun seemed forced. He was trying to make something out of nothing, and he usually does that. That's, you know, that's something that Braun usually does. But it just wasn't a good strategy. Like, they was loading up on AD, and some of those entry passes they are able to get their hands on. And then as soon as AD catch the ball, he got three players on him. So I don't think that that was really good. Um, one other thing I could say that irritated the hell out of me was the stat. it was so stagnant, nobody moved. Like, there were nobody cutting. Nobody cut to the basket. Nobody slid along the baseline. Nobody... You know, did anything. Everybody just stood there. Like, that's what we got shooters for. Make yourself open, man. Cut. Get open, man. Bron going to find you. Like, you know, they got to trust in one another. That's it. I didn't feel like I just felt like everybody, like, again, Bron got the ball. All right, we're going to see what he can do. Nah, man. I just feel like it. the in and out game wasn't there and we had it. Like, I feel like that's going to be a, an advantage for us every night. To me, it's definitely going to be an advantage for us every night because, Throw that shit in the post to Bron. Throw that shit in the post to AD. AD or Bron, whoever the hell is in the post that can uh, make a great pass, kick it back out. Kick it back out, man. And, and your boy Dwight didn't have no lift. He was so slow when he would get the catches. He's like fumbling it kind of. And by the time he was able to get back up to sh- to bang it, uh, Kawhi had blocked him already. Like he needs to... You know, he just wasn't as fast. Um, the big's killing me, man. We had to get way more rebounds than what we got. Again, I don't have the stats in front of me, so I can't tell you guys exactly what what is what, but I know we just we got out rebounded. Like it felt like they wanted more, they out hustled us. They really wanted to prove a point. You know? They wanted to prove a point that they can go against us. But I mean, y'all good. We ain't gonna front on. We ain't gonna front on the Clippers and say that they suck because they don't. They good. They got hustle and all that good stuff. But they annoy the shit out of me. I hate losing to uh, this team. Like they're so 
they they just get so cocky. Like it's just like chill, relax. I mean, I know people call us Laker fans cocky and obnoxious and delusional. You know, that's not always here. Laker fans are so delusional. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but damn, that team is annoying. Like the little flexing from Harold and and Patrick Beverly being an annoying person that he is. Um, so it just sucks to lose to them. I just hate it, man. Laker Nation, let's not overreact. There's a lot of overreaction going on within the media, within NBA Twitter. Just overreact, man. People say, uh, the Lakers only saying this because they lost. Even if we would have won, we can't overreact. So it's not that it's not that big of a deal. It is, but it isn't. If we would have lost to the Portland Trailblazers or something, I'd just be like, ah, damn, we lost. But the Clippers, y'all, they fucking, God. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even, man. There's a lot of things that we can fix, though. AD. Let, let's get on AD. AD had a solid night. I believe he had 25 points. Um, his He should have been closer to the basket. He wasn't as close to the basket. He was catching it too far from the basket. And then it's not even that he, how far he was catching it. His shot was off. His, his jumper wasn't hasn't been there. So it would be different if he was catching it far from the paint, but he, he could just turn around you know, mid-range, and his shot was falling, then that'd be different. It'd be whatever. The game would be a different, probably be a different outcome, a different story. But since his shot wasn't falling, um, he was catching so far out, we just needed him to get a little closer. And that way, too, we want to force the double team because they wasn't double teaming a lot. And I, I want to force them to double team so we could open guys up more. Uh, they definitely wasn't double teaming a lot. Um they stopped. I think they were at one point, and then they stopped. Uh, he definitely had to get a little closer to the paint for us so we can execute that. And that would have been good. But once his once his jump shot falls, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He hasn't played uh, basketball in a while. So give, give a man some time. Like I said, he did give us 25 points. But he got to hit the free throws, too, because he, he was missing a lot of his free throws in the beginning. I need, I need the free throws. I need him to try to make them all, damn it. I'm greedy. I, I need every point. I need every single damn point. But AD was cool. Um, like I said, you could tell he's still working his way back into game shape and, and form and all that good stuff. Uh, one thing, another thing that I've seen was that um, we definitely need another playmaking point guard. I guess Rondo. I guess we're gonna have to just go around for now. You know, like a nation. I Rondo. Mm-mm. I can't see me and Rondo is a love hate. Sometimes Rondo have fire ass games and he go back. You know, he revert back to his his Boston type days where he, you know. Well maybe not that far back. Let's not <laughs> let me not go go that far back. But he reverts back to his good day. And then there's a lot of times where you just like, okay, now you're doing too much. I need an even balance with Rondo. I need him just to be, in my mind, just solid. Like, I don't want him to do too much, and I don't want him to do less, you know. So I just hope Rondo becomes just solid. Don't get trigger happy from the three-point, you know. Create, create shots for the players. Like, we give Rondo a lot of hell. You know, he gets on my fucking nerves sometimes. Like, let me not even front. I ain't going to hold you. 
he do get on my nerve. But I think that his his vision and his knowledge of the game is what separates him um, from any other player in the league. And, of course, he's going to be a coach one day. So we definitely need another playmaker point guard. And once again, like I keep saying, over and over and over again, we need a backup wing. We need a small forward. Uh, I cannot wait to get Kuz back. Kuz going to bring that spark also off the bench. Getting Kuz back is definitely going to be um, real good for us, man. It's going to be fire when he comes back, and hopefully he – I mean, he should be – he should be all right, man. I was thinking of his uh, conditioning, but I think he should be okay. He did play in, in Team USA, but I don't know. Hopefully he's young. He's young. He should be in, in, in good condition. To come back. We'll get Kuz back. And that's going to be another threat. That's going to be good. I have nothing to say about KCP. Y'all know how I feel about KCP. KCP know how. He probably know how Laker Nation feel about him right about now. Um, I'm going to just skip over him. I'm I'm not even going to go there with KCP. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Um, Let's. Danny Green. Danny Green. Like. Thank you Danny. Thank you for coming through, man. Thank you for, you know, showing that championship swag that you have and coming through and trying to get us in this game. Unfortunately, his efforts did nothing really. I mean, let me let me go back. His efforts, I can't say his efforts did nothing, but his his efforts were wasted, should I say, because he dropped them threes, tied the game up, and then we started losing again. We went on some other bullshit and started losing again. So, but I do want to shout out my man, Danny Green. Thank you, man. I was that. We we appreciate that effort. Um, We appreciate you bringing in, trying to, trying to help us pull out this win. So shout out to Danny Green. Good game. Dropping them threes like that. People be trying to play them. Talk about y'all know it was bad when Danny Green's your leading scorer. Nah, man. Y'all forget Danny Green was what? Leading the league. And three-pointers made in the finals. Like, he ain't, don't be trying to play my man like he a scrub. He ain't no scrub or dub-dub. He cool. That's why we got him. That's why we got him. And he did do good on uh, Kawhi Leonard. I did make a tweet about him being on mirroring with uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, um, He should have been in every time Kawhi came in because he did the best job against Kawhi, not KCP. But Danny Green did the best job against him. You're not going to be able to shut down Kawhi. You can only hope to contain him and make it a little tough on him. Um, And I believe that's what Danny Green did. We have to be better at communicating on the defense. We have to be better at uh, defending the pick and roll. We have to utilize the pick and roll on the offense for us more because we definitely did not do no pick and roll nothing. And that's how we beat the Warriors because – Pick we I said the, in my last podcast we pick and roll the hell out of him. That Braun AD pick and roll lethal, and I didn't see that they didn't do any pick and roll nothing. It was just Braun bring the bring the ball up the court, dribble dribble dribble. Let me drop a t- uh, AD AD try some something and either it goes in or it don't. Then the refs was killing me with these fouls, but we ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna blame nothing on the refs, but whatever. Um, it was just stagnant. Again, the offense is just stagnant, and that was a whole issue for me, man. That was a whole issue for me. Um, we just, Frank, got to make in-game adjustments. When you see Lou Will going off like that, you see Kawhi going off like that, you need to do something to slow them down a little bit. 
you know, let them role players beat you. They they won off of Lou Williams being free. Like, I feel like you should have had Danny Green on Kawhi at all times. When, when Kawhi's in, Danny Green's in. When Kawhi's on the bench, Danny Green's on the bench. And if you want to have somebody, KCP guard, KCP guard somebody, let him guard Lou Will. And, hey, there you go. Let every Bradley guard Lou Will. Like, <sighs> pick and roll, defense has to get better because the players is getting picked off easily. One good highlight also was the three-point shooting. Um, three-point shooting for us was good. And at times, it kept us in the game. So, overall for this game, it was disappointing because we lost not the way that we wanted to start the year off with, but it's fine. We will get better. They will do better. They'll learn and, you know, gel and continue to get better every day. And uh, we're just not going to overreact like a nation. We're not. LeBron usually starts off slow, and everybody usually overreacts. Before he became a Laker I used to be like, oh, shit, he lost? I used to be the one that probably overreact. Like, I ain't going to front on y'all. Like, I was not the biggest LeBron fan prior to him becoming a Laker. I'm not saying I'm a LeBron fan now, but I definitely love his game. Def- definitely respect him. Um, definitely happy that he's a Laker. And, and I say these things because I'm learning more about him, good and bad. Like I said, some of the things he do, like being having a ball and, and it becoming stagnant and the free throw shooting, I really definitely didn't pay that mind, pay mind to any, anything like that when he was on the Cavs or whatever other team he was on. The Miami Heat, we'll be fine, Laker Nation. Let's not overreact. We got a game coming up against Utah. That's going to be another good game for us, another big team. They kind of, to me, they favor us a little bit. Um, so that's going to be a decent, a good team um, to go up against. Definitely going to get another podcast up after that. Laker Nation, no overreaction. Once again, we're going to be fine. Let's just, you know, enjoy the, that the NBA is back and, and don't feed into NBA Twitter because I told y'all before, that shit toxic as hell. So with that being said, y'all have a good night. Y'all have a good day, a good morning, wherever you are in the world. Just have something good. Don't forget to follow up, follow me on Twitter. Don't forget to review and rate the show. And I'm out.